Welcome to the first episode of the Legacy Series podcast brought to you by John Gildy, David Luganbuehl, and Mila Minotti, visionary leaders in the funeral profession with a deep passion for serving external and internal customers. On this podcast, we have conversations and interviews with game changers in the funeral profession about the funeral methods of today and yesterday. Learning more about our guests as leaders, their past experiences, and best practices we can all implement to push the funeral profession forward. I am joined today with Steve Miller, Managing Director for the South Florida Territory. How are you doing today, Steve? Thank you, Mila. I'm doing just great. How are you today? I'm great. It's it's wonderful to have you here today. Um, this is something I know we've really been looking forward to, and I am excited to to get started. Well, thank you, and it's um, exciting as well to uh, be here in South Florida and to be with you all and uh, look forward to our time together today. Now, Steve, can you tell me a little bit uh, about how you got started in the profession? Oh, absolutely. Um, back in 1998, I realized that was probably before you were born, but 1998 was... Um, a time when uh, Bonnie and I were in a transition period of time. I pastored for a number of years in Jacksonville, Florida, and Union City, Tennessee. And um, I uh, felt that it was a need to step out of full-time pastoring and start helping smaller churches that were without pastors. Bonnie and I had five children, and they were still young at the time. And so I quickly began to see that I was going to have to have some type of occupation some type of income coming in so that we could take care of uh, the kids and Bonnie and our family and all of that. And um, I uh, also refereed high school and college basketball at the time. Loved doing that, did that for a number of years. And just so happened that uh, one one ball game, I was with one of my refereeing buddies, and um, he uh, had mentioned to me that he was in the cemetery and funeral profession. In fact, he owned a cemetery, which, by the way, later on, SCI, we bought that particular cemetery. And um, he asked me if I had ever thought about getting into sales. And I said, no, I really hadn't thought about that, Mike, at all. And he made a comment to me that day that I'll never forget. And he said, well, Steve, you stand up every Sunday morning and sell something. And it resonated with me. And I said, well, what is it that you're talking about? And he says, I'm talking about this uh, cemetery and funeral profession. And I said, wow, okay. And um, I said, no, never really thought about that. And uh, so I went in for an interview at Green Lawn, um, at that time, Green Lawn Cemetery, and uh, met with the sales manager there. Um, That was in 1998 in April. Um, Here we are nearly 25 years later, a little more than 25 years later. And um, so that's how I uh, started in the profession was at that very time. Started right in as a as a uh, outside community service counselor. They called them back then. That's amazing. Something I, I never knew. Absolutely. Now uh, tell me, so far in in the years here, um, what would you say is the most important lesson you've learned so far in your career? I think the most important thing that I've learned is having a community of people around you that believe in you. And it has to begin with that one individual that becomes your biggest cheerleader. And when I first started in the, (coughs) excuse me, 
in the profession as a, a sales professional. We were um, um, straight commissioned back then. Again, five children, Bonnie, myself. And so there were a number of days that I would go and without any kind of sale. And um, every time I'd come home, Bonnie was one of my biggest cheerleaders. She would say, look, Steve, you are great at, at selling. You're great at talking to people. You're just, you're great at the things that you do every single day. And so I've always pointed back to the fact, and she continues to be my cheerleader today. I mean, we've been married um, now going on 43 years. And so, um, but every time I give that particular, someone asks me that question, I say, you've got to have somebody that is behind you, cheering you on, somebody that pushes you to be the very best that you can possibly be. So that's the one thing that I think I've learned is having that key cheerleader in your life. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit about your first job. Let's go back a bit. Absolutely. Um, probably the, the first real experience I had was uh, in between high school and college. Um, and before I went off to uh, college, I worked um, during the summer um, out with a, um, um, a cement contractor. And so, um, I mean, the real deal. I mean, I was out there, you know, um, getting in the mud and having to dig the footers and uh, everything that went into this, the uh, cement, uh, ma- uh, making of the cement, if you will, bringing in the trucks. And I did that um, actually for two summers um, in between high school and college. And then I came back and did it my next um, summer. But um, uh, I think the one thing that it taught me was I wanted an inside profession. I did yes. not want to have to be outside <laughs> in that heat all day long. I'm sure that was a lesson that yes. uh, was learned pretty quickly. It was. Now, you've mentioned Bonnie a couple mm-hmm. of times. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me how you met Bonnie, oh, your wife? Uh, Bonnie and I met in uh, um, Bible College at uh, Baptist University of America in Atlanta, Georgia, um, back in um, 19, um, let's see, 1979. Um, uh, Bonnie, um, let me back up. Nope, I better get that right. It was in 1978 that we met. Um, she was a cheerleader. I was a football player. And um, she had a couple of cheerleading friends. I had a couple of uh, football buddies. And um, back in that day, and this will be kind of funny, the, the college they went to, you had to double date. You couldn't go out on a single date. And so uh, Bonnie and I um, would be the fourth in the, the couples. Mm-hmm. We weren't actually a couple at the time. We just became great friends, and uh, one thing led to another, and um, what's so funny about all that is, is Bonnie and I are the ones that end up getting married, and the other three, they just, I don't know what happened to them. So, um, but I will tell everybody, when you get married, marry your best friend, and that's what happened with us. Absolutely. So, it was really, really cool. That's that's really neat. Never knew that. Now, um... Can you give us a little perspective and insight? What is your typical morning routine? What time are you up? What are, you know, the the practices you have every morning? I, I do get up early, and um, I think that it's important to start your day off with a personal reflection time. So I get up in the morning, and I'll I'm the one that makes the coffee, and I'll go in and I'll sit down and I'll. Um, listen and read things that are very inspirational to me. Um, I do um, find having a quiet personal time. I read the Bible every morning. 
Um, I'll read inspirational articles, inspirational things that, uh, that motivate and challenge me personally. Um, and uh, the important thing about that is, is that I learned a long time ago that there's three questions that I ask myself in the morning. What am I going to do today to grow my area of responsibility? What am I going to do today to grow the people that I'm responsible for? And then thirdly, what am I going to do to grow myself? Because if I can't grow myself, others can't see that I'm growing. And then um, the next thing is, is when Bonnie gets up and, and she comes in, we'll have coffee together. We'll spend um, a good bit of time just just reflecting and having conversation together. Um, when I'm home, if I have an opportunity um, from that, we'll go out and we'll take a walk together, um, get in a power walk, that kind of a thing. So exercise is a big deal to us um, as we go through our journey as well. Now, you say you, you're generally up pretty early. What time about is that? Um, between 5.30 and 6. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Now, um, we love our books here. Yes. We absolutely love <laughs> inspiring books and just anything that really moves us to mm-hmm. become better people in general. Absolutely. What is the most recent book that you've been reading? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. I do a lot of audio books. I say a lot. That's kind of relative. But I do audio books just simply because, you know, I'm driving a lot and um, it finds that it's the best time for me to really get that um, knowledge and that reflection that I need on the inside. And so the the one that I'm going through now is um, called Extreme Ownership and um, talking about how that we as leaders have to take responsibility, have to take ownership of what we're doing every single day. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard the old um, uh, adage that says everything rises and falls on leadership, but it does. Leaders lead, managers manage, and um, I'm called to be a leader. And so I've got to grow every single day. And that book, or that, yeah, that book has been very, very inspiring to me as I've been going through it. How do you typically find uh, your next book? Um, I'll listen to some of the things that others are reading and saying. Um, my market leadership team um, will share something with me, and, and I'll look that up and see if it's something that would be inviting to me. Um, our pastor at our church, who happens to be um, our son, um, he has us um, reading uh, spiritual leadership books um, for those that are leaders in the church. So those are kind of the ways in which I'll, I'll find those. Now the most hard-hitting question for Steve Miller. What is your favorite <laughs> comfort meal? That one meal that just makes you feel at home oh, and man. after a long day, that one meal that just, you know, the well, this, cherry on the cake. The cherry on the cake. Man, I, there's so many. Um, but as, as I was, when you mentioned that and said that, this is going to be funny, but... Um, Chip beef on toast is one of these one of these meals that uh, uh, Bonnie uh, has made for me. My mom used to make it years ago, but uh, just something that just really um, gives me uh, just a really great feeling on the inside. Fantastic, Miss Bonnie again. Mm-hmm. All right, now. What drives you and pushes you every day? Every day you wake up, what what's that motivation? I know you've mentioned your mm-hmm. family. Um, is that still the same? Is that mm-hmm. really the the motivational factor? I think my faith, my family, um, knowing that the responsibility that I have every single day when I get up 
that there are a great deal of people that do rely on me as an individual. And something that I wrote years ago, Mila, that is so impactful to me personally um, was a vision statement that I that I wrote and, and, and I live by every day that says that I'm a passionate leader, inspiring integrity, dedication, and determination with purpose. And I think that word purpose is something that has been the driving factor for me is that I believe my life has purpose. I believe that there are others that are around me that I can influence as well as have those that I'm around influence me in a way that I'm growing every single day. If, if, and I go back to that, I know we talked about that a little earlier, but if, if I'm not purposefully growing, then as a leader, I can't expect those that I'm leading to follow me. That's absolutely true. What would you say your advice would be for someone who is seeking purpose, whether it be, you know, in a professional standpoint, how do you find that purpose? That's a great question because purpose is something that is on the inside. You know, we talk a lot about happiness. We talk a lot about um, joy. Happiness is brought about by those things that are around us, that happen around us. Joy is something that happens truly on the inside. Joy is something that changes us. I can't change me. You can't change you. But the person that can change me was that relationship time that I had when I came to know Jesus Christ as my Savior. And with that being said, it gave me a purpose. It gave me purpose in knowing that there is something far greater than me as an individual that living on this earth um, that I'm that I'm not just you know going through and floating through, but having every single day matter is a big big deal to me. That's important. Absolutely, it absolutely is. Now you you speak a lot about your faith and and how that um, guides you mm-hmm. uh, every day. And some of us may know, and, and, you know, maybe some of us don't, but you are the chairman of the Faith Rise Arc, the Associate Resource Community. Tell me a little bit about that. How did that get started, and, and how did you uh, pioneer that vision? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, I guess a um, year and a half or so ago when um, I began seeing all the arcs that came onto our company and seeing them on the um, Insider, and um, I began thinking that there's got to be a way that um, there's not any kind of faith arc that's out there. So I called to inquire about it. I called um, Jay Andrews. And Jay Andrews, who then hooked me up with Katrina Johnson, and we talked through what would it look like to have some kind of, at that time I was thinking more, you know, religion, more um, something that, you know, would be along those lines. And as we talked through that, the the best thing that we felt like to be very encompassing and be um, um, very um, to go along, I guess, with um, um, the inclusion Mm -hmm. that's going on right now would be to have more of an interfaith arc, an arc that would uh, be one that um, everybody would feel like they were a part of, uh, something that people could see that was inspiring, something that was motivational, something that was uh, a group of people that, if need be, would be there for their associates, could be there for a group time where 
or a sharing time when people were hurting and and without getting so deep into religion, but understanding that all of us um, have some sort of faith that we um, are a part of. And there are people that aren't a part of any faith. But faith has been something that has been such a strong part of my upbringing and a strong part of who I am and why I do what I do every single day. And so um, began on that journey, and then I uh, they said that I was going to need 10 individuals that would walk alongside of me, be a part of a steering committee. And so I called um, several individuals around the country that I felt might be interested in, in getting a part of something like this. And um, we just started uh, a planning session, you know, where you had to come up with your own vision statement, your mission statement. You had to come up with a name. And that was where I kind of um, was looking at some of the different names of the different arcs um, throughout um, all the companies around the world. And one of them was that was kind of cool was, and we use Salesforce in our organization, and um, they call theirs Faith Force. And I said, well, that's kind of interesting. And then it dawned on me, what if we called ours Faith Rise? Rise, integrity, service, excellence, and enduring relationships. Our company's um, core values that are there. And it just resonated with me, and I shared it with the group. The group loved it. And um, from there, we took off and began, that became our name. Um, then the committee and the group, we began talking through what does it look like. And then in, um, in December of uh, 2022, um, we launched Faith Rise. And now we're um, 340 strong members. And um, so just a, a group of people that come together, helping and uh, um, wanting to benefit from each other and how we can help one another. Um, You know, as you were talking about just a moment ago about the faith and the family and those things are there, it's all about the friendships that we develop in our workplace as well. And that's what that faith rise begins to be about in developing those relationships that are there. Absolutely. Um, As a member myself, I I know I really enjoyed uh, it's groundbreaking to be able to have an opportunity such as this to to share your spirituality and your faith in in the workplace. And and it's incredibly beautiful that I think we are all able to share whatever motivates us every day. so if you are not yet a member, go check out the Faith Rise Arc. You can find that on our Insight channel, and um, you can also search it on our page. There are a lot of great things on there. I highly recommend you check it out. Well, Mr. Steve Miller, wow. that brings us to a close. I thank you so much wow. for joining us thank today. You, I really, really enjoyed our discussion here. Absolutely. And um, to Gold Coast, you make sure to join us again. We'll see you next time.